All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees beat the Mets 7-6 to on Tuesday night at City Field in the 2023 Subway Series opener, uh, a game that didn't necessarily favor the Yankees going into with Max Scherzer, who historically does well against the Yankees, against Luis Severino, who's just been in a horrendous slump, slide, whatever you want to call it, since his first two starts off the IL. He's just been atrocious. Uh, hasn't been able to get outs, hasn't been able to get swings and misses, has had flat stuff, has had diminished velocity. It's been bad for Severino of late, and going into this start, sure, Scherzer's been struggling, but you'd expect him to be able to figure it out sooner than maybe Severino, who's rarely pitched in the last like five years. Uh, and right away, the Yankees are able to get a run in the first inning with the John Carlos Stanton solo home run. Fourth career home run off Stan, uh, off Scherzer. Always seems to be able to hit Scherzer well. The Yankees get a one nothing lead, and you're thinking, okay, well, their ceiling seems to be three to four runs when Judge is out of the lineup since they average 3.4 runs without him, which would make them the worst offense in baseball. And you're thinking, okay, you get one run in the first. That's not something the Yankees do often, especially with Judge out of the lineup because the other top-of-the-order bats don't hit. No one's hit really since Judge has left outside of the three journeymen and Bowers, Calhoun, and McKinney. Uh, so very encouraging to see Stanton hit that home run. And again, it brings up the fact, why isn't this guy playing every day? I don't know what the Yankees are holding him back for. You know, he's on the back end of his career. You're trying to win games. You're trying to win the division. He needs to be playing every day. He can't be DH one day, day off. Yankee scheduled day off, back at DH, day off. Just play him every day. He has to play. The offense isn't good enough to not have John Carlos Stanton play. Whether Judge is playing or not, it's not good enough. So he gives the Yankees the one nothing lead there in the top of the first. Bowers had let off the game with a strikeout. He's back in the leadoff spot, I guess. It's either him or Calhoun or Torres. Uh, Glaber flew out. Rizzo was hit by a pitch, so he finally got to see first base again. And uh, LeMahieu grounded out. Then you get to the bottom of the first. Second pitch, the Mets see Brandon Nimmo hits out. And you're like, here we go again with Luis Severino and just getting torched with the long ball. And you know right after Severino gives up the long ball, he's going to start nibbling. And he walks Francisco Alvarez. Uh, Jeff McNeil flies out. He walks Lindor. Marte lines out. And Jake Bowers, who's not even an outfielder, has to make an outstanding play in right field, and you're thinking, okay, you hold, you get one more out, you hold him here, but no, Brett Batty singles up the middle, it's 2-1 Mets, and right away the lead's gone, and that's disheartening in any game, but with this offense, and with the way the Yankees lineup was built going into this game, where you've got Jake Bowers leading off, Stan Torres, Rizzo, LeMahieu, none of those guys have been hitting, Kiner Falefa, who he had that two-week stretch where he started throwing out quotes that this is the guy he is and who he's going to be, and he hasn't done shit since. And then the end, the bottom of the order, McKinney, Higashioka, and Volpe. It's it's a bad Yankees lineup. And to give up the lead right away like that from Severino is so disheartening, so discouraging. Because you don't know that the Yankees are going to get another run off Scherzer at that point. And then they don't in the second. They go down easily against Scherzer. In the second inning, um, he gets a 1-2-3 inning. And then the bottom of the second, things just unravel even more. Uh, Severino allows a one-out double to Canna. Nimmo's hit by a pitch. 
Jeff McNeil singles with two outs. Um, there was two blocks in the inning by Severino. Just disastrous. So through two innings, he'd allowed another home run, few extra base hits, four runs, two blocks, couple walks, hit a guy. <laughs> you don't get a worse start from Luis Severino than that. I think the measuring stick for him would always be the 2017 wildcard game where he had to be removed in the first inning. That's the worst start imaginable given the stakes and the circumstance. But what he's done here these last few times out is right there in being bad. I mean, he couldn't get the Dodgers out. He couldn't get the White Sox out. Now he can't get the Mets out. The White Sox lineup is horrendous. The Mets lineup without Alonzo may be even worse than the Yankees without Judge. And here he is giving up four runs in two innings. Unbelievable. In the third, the Yankees don't score. In the bottom of the third, Marte uh, leads off with a single, steals second. Batty walks, so now he's got first and second for Severino with no outs. He gets a strikeout, but then the, then the play to, to Glaber Torres here, it was a... It was an inning-ending double play ball hit at Torres that he boots to Volpe. Volpe picks it up, launches it wide of first. Thankfully, it caroms right back to Rizzo, who's able to hold the runners. Uh, but now, you know, the Mets are faced with second or base, bases loaded and one out. So then Canna grounds out, but he gets a run in and it's 5-1. So the Mets have gone 2-2-1 here in the first three innings. Just just unbelievable how bad this game is turning out. And on a day when Hal Steinbrenner goes and talks about how this team is still championship caliber and all the nonsense and the lies that he spews, he couldn't have gotten a worse three-inning performance from the Yankees. But then in the fourth, everything turned because Max Scherzer, who's been as bad as possible for the Mets, melted down yet again. Anthony Rizzo finally breaks this horrendous slump of the single, LeMahieu homers. 5-3. Okay. The Yankees got their three runs. Can they extend that? Can they get past that 3.4 runs per game mark that they don't seem to get without Judge? IKF singles. Agashioka singles. Volpe doubles. It's 5-4. Bowers bloops a single into, into right center. It's 6-5 Yankees. And they have a lead. They have a lead. Scherzer gets pulled. In the bottom of the inning, Severino finally pitches a 1-2-3 scoreless inning, and after four full innings, the Yankees are leading 6-5. to five. Then in the bottom of the fifth, with two outs, a runner in scoring position, Severino one out away from pitching five innings, one out away from qualifying for a win, which is absolutely meaningless. Boone lets him stay in. One more batter. He's over the 100-pitch mark. I think he was at 102 when the at-bat started against Yorm. And sure enough, Guillaume singles in the tying run. And there's a decision right there by Boone that's so idiotic. Severino hasn't had it all game. Regardless of what went on in the fourth inning, in the 1-2-3 inning, regardless that he had two outs in the fifth, but there was a runner in scoring position, he's had 102 pitches before the at-bat. Boone pulls guys all the time. Cortez, Herman, they're at 75 pitches. They're at 82 pitches. And here he is letting Severino, who's got a litany of injuries. His his career is just full of injuries. And he's letting him go 102 pitches here on a night when he's been throwing high-stress pitches since the first batter of the game. Hasn't had it, has worked 30-plus pitch innings throughout the night, and he lets him stay in to face one more guy who, of course, ties the game. 
You knew that was going to happen. You knew it. It's so bad. Boone has no feel for the game. None at all. You would think that he has never been around the game of baseball rather than having been around it his entire life as a third generation major leaguer. He grew up around the game. He grew up around the major leagues. Spent time in the major leagues. Is now a manager. Sixth year. And still no feel for the game. It's unbelievable. It really is. In the sixth, the Yankees get a, get a run to take the lead. McKinney leads off with a single. Volpe doubles. Josh Donaldson comes in to pinch hit for Bowers and is able to drive a ball to the outfield for the sack fly to give the Yankees a 7-6 lead. And, all right, 7-6 lead, 12 outs to go. Um, Jimmy Cordero and Rami Arnaccio able to get through the sixth. In the seventh, the Yankees don't score. The bottom of the seventh, Tommy Canely comes in. Throws a 1-2-3 inning in relief of Cordero. In the 8th, the Yankees don't score. In the bottom of the 8th. Wandy Peralta comes in. Start the inning. Clean inning. Okay. He walks Marcana. He gives up a single to Nimmo. It's first and second. No one out. Gets Alvarez to ground out. Now it's first and third with one out. Then he hits McNeil with a pitch. Okay. It's bases loaded. One out. And now Clay Holmes comes into the game. Clay Holmes, who has been really good. But if you know Clay Holmes, you know that there's... At any moment, he could hit a guy. He could throw seven straight balls. You don't know what you're getting out of him. But he comes in once the bases are loaded with one out, Boone leaving him zero margin for error. No margin for error. Thankfully, the good Clay Holmes was there. He strikes out Lindor, swinging on seven pitches. Then he has to face Marte, bases loaded two outs, strikes him out, swinging on nine pitches. So 16 pitches to get two outs, but they're both swinging strikeouts. Comes in, gets the biggest outs of the game to that point. And the Yankees hold a 7-6 lead going to the ninth. Uh, and in the ninth, they don't score again. And in the bottom of the ninth, Michael King comes in. 1-2-3 inning. Yankees win 7-6. A very good win. A much-needed win. It felt like a big game win. Because coming off that, that homestand that was just abysmal, playing the Mets, Subway Series, both teams struggling, both teams desperately needing to win. Certainly the Mets more so than the Yankees. But the Yankees still need to win. You have to negate what just happened at home against the White Sox and Red Sox, and going to City Field and losing to Scherzer and Verlander would have just been disastrous with a doff day and then going to Boston, then playing Seattle, then playing Texas. This 14-game gauntlet schedule here. They're now four games in. They're 2-2. Two and two. Okay, that's fine. Tread water, stay afloat, try to chip away even the slightest bit against the Rays with Judge out. And then once Judge comes back, hopefully go on a run. Rays lost again to the A's, who have won seven straight games. Seven straight. Rays lost to the A's two nights ago, 4-3. They lost last night, 2-1. Blue Jays lost, so that means the Orioles won. Red Sox lost to the Rockies again. So the Yankees picked up ground on everyone other than the Orioles on Tuesday night. So a big night for them. Big to get in the win column. Big to pick up ground all over the place. Um, still in that second wild card spot, a half a game ahead of the Astros. Still holding a one and a half game edge on any postseason berth. But to me, it's still looking at the Rays, not settling for the wild card, looking at the Rays. You'd have to think the Rays are not going to get swept by the A's and they'll win on Wednesday, but but who knows? But the Yankees, the Yankees have to take care of their own business. That means beating Justin Verlander, that means beating the Mets. That means sending the Mets more reeling than they already are. 
on Wednesday night with Garrett Cole on the mound. Hopefully the good Garrett Cole shows up. Not the guy who throws 107 pitches in four and two-thirds innings, but the guy who can give them length, who can give them zeros, and the offense won't have to go out and score seven runs like they did on Tuesday. So that'll do it for today. Yankees-Mets, Wednesday night at City Field. Second and last game of the City Field portion of the Subway Series. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.